Drivers, welcome back to another episode of Clashing in Traffic. I am your host, Catfish. Uh, hop on in, buckle up, and we're about to go for a ride. It's time to go play in some traffic. Uh, y'all, uh, this week in Clash of Clans, as we talked about last week, we had a whole ton of different events going on, and that has not yet stopped. Uh, y'all, the, the next event that we had was the P.E.K.K.A. event. And thankfully, I was, was hoping to be able to use some ground troops, right? Uh, I had mentioned that I'd been using the, thank you, uh, had been using the Hydra, uh, the, the quad clone Hydra attack, and then had moved into some of those uh, event armies that were going on, and that I was uh, really looking forward to maybe trying some different ground attacks. And then the P.E.K.K.A. event showed up, so I got to try some Pekka Smash, uh, some Chinese Smash variants, and I, I you know, I did okay. Uh, Legend League was kind to me that uh, those couple days where I was running that, uh, aside from me being stupid a couple times, uh, the second day, after running Pekka Smash all day, uh, the, uh, the, the first day of the event, the second day of the event, I wake up, grab my phone, and uh, about to do my first attack of the day. And, uh, you know, with Pekka Smash, I'm, I, the way that I was running it, I was usually either starting with a Queen Walk, if that's uh, what was going to give me the best value. I would do a Queen Walk, or uh, I would end up with a Warden Walk, depending on what I thought, uh, what I needed to get. So this, this particular base, uh, it needed a Warden Walk, because the Eagle was a little bit outside the range of where the Queen could get to it, but I thought I could get some good value out of the Warden. So, drop down the warden, and he starts doing his thing. I send in a couple cocoa loons, as you're supposed to do when you're doing any type of walk, right? And then I, I drop the healers, and I see, hey, my warden's starting to take some damage, uh, because he was in range of the defensive warden. Um, there were a couple point defenses that were there, and was just barely out of range of the Barbarian King, but he was going to be stepping up there soon. So I had a headhunter prep to drop uh, to help get through that Barbarian King so that the Warden could step in, take out the Defending Warden, take out a couple of those point defenses, and then reach that Eagle Artillery. Time to rage those healers, right? Because uh, as the, the health, as his health is starting to go down, got to drop that rage. I do, and then I notice that is doing absolutely nothing because somehow my Warden was set to air. What the heck? I did a full day of Pekka Smash the day before. Uh, yes, I had done a I had done a, a war attack where I had gone back and used the Hydra, but I did the second half of my Legend League attacks after my war attacks were done and then moved back uh, to the ground-based army. So yet again, me not paying attention to my Grand Warden uh, and what is set to cost me dearly. Uh, I ended up with a just a terrible one star. Couldn't get into the town hall. Um, everything just went wrong from there. Um, so it was it was a bad one. But we were able to recover. Uh, ended up with a couple triples that day, and uh, that one one star that, at the beginning of the day that, that messed me up. But yeah, Pekka Smash seemed to really be doing well for me, and uh, I might be trying to use that a little bit more in uh, Legend League, and maybe also uh, move into some more attacks with it uh, because we know. I love my ground attacks. Yes, we're in an air meta right now, but I think we're getting to the point where people are starting to defend, starting to defend a little bit better against that air meta. So maybe some of these ground attacks uh, should start. Should we should start seeing some more of those? Is what I'm hoping. Uh, I like having some variety, right? I don't like to just run the same thing 
all the time. Uh, I like to, to switch things up, and that's why I love these events that are going on, uh, because it, it, it doesn't force you to try new things, but if you want to get the events done, you're going you're gonna to try some new things, and I, I'm thoroughly enjoying that. Uh, we now have another version uh, of this um, the, the qualifier challenge. Uh, so there's yet another base from one of the qualifiers that's been put up. Uh, I have not yet tripled that. I've also not watched any videos about how to do it. Uh, but there was one odd thing that happened. Um, the first time that I did it was right after I had done a raid. So I did had not received any clan castle troops, right? Uh, so I decided, all right, well, um, I think my... my I had all my heroes up. Why I had all my heroes up and no clan castle troops, I don't know. But that shouldn't matter, right? It's a qualifier challenge, and uh, you're supposed to be using whatever the army is that's in the qualifier, that's in the challenge. And when you get to the battle screen for you know any attack, if you hold your finger on the clan castle, it'll show you what's in the clan castle. So... I start this thing up, and I'm like, okay, well, what's in the clan castle, right? Because I see there's some invisibility spells, and there's a clone, and it looked to me more like something that would be with an Electrone, uh, and there, I think there was some decent value for an Electrone on that base, uh, but I couldn't tell what was in the clan castle, so... Like, all right, well, let's just assume because there's a clone there and only one clone, not the multiple clones like we're using on that Hydra clone army, uh, just the one clone there. Like, let's assume Electron, and we're going to go for it and send that thing in there. Uh, the blimp pops, and before I can even tell what came out of the blimp, uh, everything's dead. I'm like, what What the heck? I, I dropped that clone and nothing. Well, yeah, it's because it's Super Wizard. So clearly it's supposed to be a Blizzard attack. Um, why the clone's there, I'm not exactly certain. So I uh, I, I can't wait to go back and, and maybe actually look at the video of uh, what this attack and what this challenge is based off of to see what the guy did. But I've been really, I've been trying to figure out how to do it on my own uh, without having to cheat, I guess. Uh, and it's it's been difficult. Um, I've only I've only done it three or four times. I, I got a I think the highest I got was a 92% two star. Um, and hopefully by the time uh, the next episode of this comes out, I will have finished that because I'd really like to get those uh, the rewards from this challenge. Right? I could always use all those rewards as a as a an almost free to play player. Any rewards that I can get always come in handy, and that's uh, one of the reasons why I love these events is because there's so many different rewards that we can get, and even if it's something that I don't need, so yeah, I always make fun of, for instance, the the book of potions um, or, or whatnot, because I really don't need any of those. My lab's done, so I, you know, I don't, I don't need any of that kind of stuff. Book of potions? What are you, what are you talking about, catfish? You mean book of spells? Yeah, books of spells. You know, I always make fun of the book spells because you know, labs done, all my spells are maxed out. I already have them in uh, inventory, can't hold anymore. So I always make fun of it, right? That we seem to get a bunch of those. But you can always turn those things into gems, and that's uh, that's one of the biggest helps that I have found is turning those things into gems, so that I can then continue to use my one gem donations and uh, hook my clan mates up with stuff. Uh, as they need them. So, yeah, again, love doing these events and, and love finishing them out. I can't wait to, to be able to hopefully triple this base without needing to cheat uh, 
And if I do before the timeline, then yeah, I'll absolutely be uh, looking and watching some videos to see if I can't replicate them. I know that there's lots of guys I've seen notifications on, on YouTube about all kinds of people posting vids about different ways to do it. And uh, yeah, I'll probably end up having to do it because, again, I'm not the most awesome classic lands attacker in the world. Uh, I do need some help, and that's uh, one of the big reasons I love the clan I'm in because we got guys who love to help and love to uh, work with the members and help make them better and help train people up. And that's uh, just a, a great thing to have a clan like that. Uh, and we actually have a couple new guys in the clan. And uh, one of them, some of y'all out there in the podcast community may or may not know of, but uh, we've got a new recruit in Knights of Zion who's been been with us for oh, about a week now, done a, done a war or two with us. And uh, that is Jr. So Jr., if you're listening, welcome over to the family. Um, he he came in and uh, was a little bit intimidated because the first time he drops into the clan, posts up an FC, it just so happened to be Big D who was online. And Big D loves nothing more than two triple FCs. He does it all the time. And uh, I don't think I have a base. Well, I've got one that Big D hasn't seen because I'm, I'm still saving that for when I face off against him in the summer scrims. But every base that I have ever shown Big D, he has eventually tripled. So he's, he's, he's always looking for new blood in the clan so that he can play against new bases. So yeah, uh, JR saw that and was like, holy crap. Uh, I'm not sure I'm good enough for these guys, but yeah, uh, JR is awesome. I think he's sitting at the most trophies in the clan at the moment. Uh, he first wore out, ended up with a six pack second war. He ended up with a, a three star and then a, a decent two star. Um, big D then helped him and said, Hey, saw your two star. Here's some things that you might look at adjusting so that you can take it from a high two to a triple. And, you know, he took it like a champ and was like, thanks. Uh, thanks for the tips and the tricks. And uh, that's that's how we like to do things in the Knights of Zion. So, again, we are still looking for some Town Hall 14s to join us so that when we come time for SCCWL in September, we can run two clans full of Town Hall 14s, both in the Champion League level. Uh, Jericho Rising down to Champions 3 and Knights of Zion having promoted up to Champions 2. So, hey, if you're out there looking for some Champion League level medals, uh, I got over 500 league medals last month uh, between the seven war wins that we had in Champions 3 and then the bonus medals that we were able to give out. I ended up with over 500 league medals, and you could be getting those same medals too if you hop on over and uh, do a tryout period with Knights of Zion. We aren't scary, I promise. I absolutely promise. You know, we we talk a big game about being overpowered in KOZ, and that's one of the you know our one of our hashtags is KOZOP. Holy crap, dude! You got a loud enough muffler? Jeez. Anyway, um, one of our hashtags we like to use is KOZOP. Uh, but again, we're not a champions one level clan at this point. Uh, we're not guys who are in the professional circuits. Uh, we do have a few members who go out and, and play in leagues. Um, but again, most of us are just casual dudes who like to play the game. And uh, we're all learning together on how to play it at a little bit better level, a little bit higher level. Um, and we've got some guys who love to teach. So again, uh, we would love to see any of y'all out there who would love to hop on over and, and join us. Um, and if, if you if you join the clan and uh, 
do well, get a spot on one of our CWL rosters, and maybe you too could be benefiting from all of these league medals. So uh, check out the Discord server that I'll have in the show notes. Um, and uh, it's also in the podcast description uh, to join over with the Klaus Gaming Discord. From there, you can find a link into our application server. And uh, we'll we'll send you a couple bases to look at, a couple war bases to look at, and ask you, you know, hey, what's your what's your plan for attacking this base? If it was if you saw this base in a war hit, and uh, give us a little a little little detail on how you do it, and we'll ask a few other questions. And uh, as long as your plans don't look like absolute garbage, then you'll get in. And if you're you know a non-rush town hall 14, you'll you'll probably get in. Um, yeah, they let me in. And I think uh, my hit rate is abysmal. Again, only two two triples in the last CWL, and one of those was against a rush town all fourteen. So again, I'm not awesome. You don't need to think that we're uh, that we are some uh, overpowered snobs who are only letting in uh, professional players. That is not who we are. We're uh, we're just a fun bunch of group of uh, people who love to have a good time hanging out together. So we'd love to see you come on over there. Uh, for the Clash Files Summer Scrims, uh, the Knights of Zion team, captained by Big D, uh, they were on by this week, so no update for them. Uh, my team, Jericho Rising, we had an exhibition match, um, which, again, the, the exhibition matches are optional. They don't count against us. We uh, were matched up against uh, Ultimate Heroes, so that's Queen JJB's team. Shout out to Queen JJB. Love listening to her podcast, too, with her group of folks over there at the Clash Files family. Um, Fun stuff that they've got going on. Uh, but, yeah, Queen JJB, her team, uh, Ultimate Heroes. Uh, it was a rematch for us, and it was it was optional. We I said, yes, we'd love to do it. And then at the last minute, come to find out one of our guys had come down with COVID and was at home sick recovering. Um, not, you know, he's not a critical case, not, not hospitalized or anything. But he was like, I'd, I'd really rather just take the day off and, and rest, which is... Hey, you know, if, if you're sick, you got to do it. Real life comes before Clash of Clans. Uh, our, our other guy, because uh, we have six on the roster, that's what we're allowed to do with this uh, with this league is have six guys on our roster for the 5v5 war in case you need an alternate. Uh, that other guy is an active duty Marine who is currently deployed away from his home station, um, working on some uh, just some exercises. Um, but he was deployed and really busy, and we didn't think we were going to get him and in, like, the last two minutes before I was supposed to send over the uh, the challenge over to Ultimate Heroes. He jumped online and said, hey, I actually have a free weekend, so I'll be able to war. Uh, hopped over in the event clan, so we, we warred against Ultimate Heroes. Uh, great exhibition. Ultimate Heroes ended up beating us. Uh, we, we were able to just get all doubles. They, uh, they tripled one of our bases, so 11 to 10 was the final score there in our exhibition match against Ultimate Hero. Uh, Eden's Edge... Eden's Edge had a massive match for them this week. Um, Eden's Edge has been struggling at the bottom. Their the front half of their uh, of their schedule was was pretty stacked against them. Uh, these guys were still trying to get into their rhythm of, uh, of of playing and and getting some good stars and whatnot. So they had not had very many wins so far in the league. Um, they were going to be battling for that final playoff spot if we were able to have our playoffs. I saw that there was a uh, a poll posted about who would like to participate in the playoffs. So hopefully we'll be able to get to that where we have full eight teams like we were planning at the beginning of all of this. But Eden's Edge was going to be battling for that eighth spot, 
and they had to go up against this week against, um, oh, what's that team's name? Um, oh, that's right. They were going against the filthy tryhards, you know, with, with, with hero killer from, um, Oh, what's, what's that podcast name? Oh yeah. The, the only clash podcast. That's right. So yeah, Eden's edge was going to be facing off against filthy tryhards. Uh, and is it, it, you know, their, their name implies they are the tryhards of this league guys. Um, and hero killer. Well, I mean, hero killer is a beast. He is a dude that can blizzard just about any base. Um, yeah. And I'm, I, that is no cap. That is, that is absolutely true. He's a, he is a blizzard master. Uh, and Eden's Edge is going up against that team. These guys have been struggling to get some wins in, but they were able to get 12 stars. They tripled two of the Filthy Tryhards bases. Filthy Tryhards were awesome and were able to triple one of Eden's Edge. So Eden's Edge defeated the Filthy Tryhards, including Hero Killer, 12 to 11. Uh, so again, that's the Filthy Tryhards were defeated by Eden's Edge, 12 to 11. Uh, good job to both teams. Uh, I mean, getting a triple, getting a 14 v 14 triple is fantastic. Uh, getting it in league seems to be even more difficult. This has been fun because, you know, we have guys who are, uh, well, Sir Pup, for instance, who's getting seven triples in seven days in CWL and then struggling to get triples when it comes to league play. Even though we're a casual league that we're in here, um, you know, there's no, there's no prize money in this. It's all just a uh, casual, fun, good time, bragging rights kind of league. Uh, it still puts a little bit of extra pressure on you, which is why we wanted to get into this league so that we could, we could get used to some of that pressure and maybe in the future be able to get into some, some higher profile leagues. Uh, we don't want, we're not going to start off in the world championships or anything, but, uh, maybe we'll, we'll, we'll dip our toes into some of these other leagues. And, uh, this was a great starting point for us. Uh, and, and yeah, you still get a lot of pressure and guys who are used to tripling bases all the time are, are struggling to do it. And I get it. I get it. Uh, all the teams I can see this from because we, again, you know, most of us are, are ending up with 10 or 11, maybe 12 stars in a war. Uh, we've had a couple wars that ended with only nine stars because of getting getting singles. Uh, so I totally see where the pressure of it just being called a league match can really get to you. Um, so this is this is a great thing for us all to get some practice in. Uh, and it doesn't matter how many times we practice. You know, we'll have planning sessions. We'll we'll we're, we're searching burnt base for stuff and and going back and looking at old hits of things for similar bases. It doesn't matter how much you plan for Once you hit that attack button, when it's a regular war hit, all of that just kind of goes out the window. And hopefully, hopefully you're able to remember all the steps for those plans, right? But sometimes you hit that attack button and it just, everything just kind of fades away and you can't remember a single thing that you're supposed to be doing. Uh, I've been there and it sucks, uh, which is, Nice then to have a spotter with you, right? Um, so like the Knights of Zion team, these guys do actually, they, they'll get all five of them together in voice chat. They'll plan out their hits and then they will be on voice chat while they're doing their hits. They'll have somebody who's designated as a spotter um, and somebody who's, you know, backing up and just trying to help that guy. Remember, okay, your next step is this. 
uh, don't forget the one short, you know, if, say you're doing a, a queen walk, right? You know, don't forget the one or queen charge. Don't forget the once your queen charge gets to this point, you're supposed to be then moving on to this next phase, which includes this. Your goal for this is to get these defenses. And uh, there's times when you need that extra voice in your ear, right? To be like, you know, hey, uh, Catfish, that, that AD that you were hoping to get down with that queen charge just went down and you haven't started your Lalo yet. You might want to do that. Uh, or, hey, um, Troll Tesla's popped up in the corner. You need to be ready. You need to figure out a way to take care of those. Or, you know, your pathing didn't go exactly the way you wanted it to, so go to plan B. Um, it's nice to have that spotter in your ear. Uh, now, I've never been one... I, I don't like having somebody talk to me all the time when I'm trying to attack. I've, I've done that when I've done some stream hits and whatnot. Uh, and it just, it can be distracting, but it's something that you need to learn to be able to work through. Uh, you need to be able to get used to having, especially if you want to, you know, if you want to play clash at any of these higher levels and fight. You know, this isn't even a serious high-level league that we're in. But if you want to be able to play at that high of a level, you've got to get used to having somebody in your ear talking you through the things that you're doing and uh, helping you remember your steps and helping you remember, you know, your your hero abilities. And, again, anything where the pathing didn't quite go right. It's just uh, it's good stuff to be able to get used to that. So practice that. Uh, I would encourage everybody to, at some point this week, um, find a voice chat in, in your Discord servers, get a buddy, and, and run through some of those things, right? Even if it's just on FCs, get used to having somebody in your ear when you're making a hit. Um, walk through a plan with them, and then execute that plan. If you are the spotter, you don't want to be talking all the time. Um, because that can distract, right? And you also need to remember that there's a slight delay on what you are seeing. So if you are seeing something about to happen, it's not bad to be voicing a little bit of an opinion, like, hey, keep an eye on this. Keep an eye on, um, you know, you're doing a queen walk, and maybe the guy has kind of ignored his queen walk because it's going the opposite direction of where he's sending the rest of his main forces. And if you predict that you now see two or three point defenses lock onto the queen, um, you want to, before you see that health bar dropping way down, say, hey, you might want to, you know, check on your queen. Uh, and that person, you know, whoever you're spotting for may have already noticed that. So if your spotter notices and calls out something that you've already done, don't get upset. Uh, that's just because of that delay. So if you are a spotter, you want to kind of predict a little bit and be two or three seconds ahead of, hey, this might be happening soon so that the person that you're spotting can, can react in time. And if you're the guy attacking, you know, don't be like, I already did that. You know, don't get mad at them for trying to help you out. All right, so that is going to be the challenge for this week. Uh, I'd like everybody who's out there listening, uh, find somebody at some point this week, pick an hour when you want to do it, and jump on voice chat with somebody and walk through some plans for some hits, whether it's a war attack or even just some friendly challenges. Uh, jump on voice chat, walk through the plan, and then have somebody spot you as you are doing the attack. Uh, you can either go into the clan with them so that they can you know, be seeing it there. You can friend them in-game because if they're on your friends list, they can see when you're about to attack. Uh, go in for an attack, wait till you see that eyeball and you got them in voice chat with you, and then proceed with your attack. Uh, and, and have them in your ears so you can get used to somebody talking to you and giving you some tips as you're going. If you're going to be that spotter, so after you have somebody spot for you, switch roles. 
be the spotter for them and get used to having to predict when they might need a little bit of a reminder about something. Uh, practice talking to them without over-talking and getting, uh, getting, you know, just being a distraction to them. Uh, you want to you wanna be helpful and not just distracting. And if you're having trouble finding somebody, guys, join any of these, these public Discord servers that are out there, uh, even the, the Clash on the Potty Discord server. We have a voice chat in there. And I'm sure that anybody in there would be happy to jump on and be a spotter for you. I know that we have a few guys in that server who are also in our Klaus Gaming family of clans who are great at doing that sort of thing. They're great at walking through clans uh, and in being able to be spotters. Uh, you can also jump into the Klaus Gaming Discord. Uh, we have voice chats in there. There's a war help role that you can ping so you can in the in the, uh, the class general channel post a screenshot of a pick that you of a of a base that you want to hit and ask for help and then it, usually people are in there just just chatting and texting but you can say hey would you be willing to jump on voice chat and walk me through this walk through this with me and then maybe be a spotter because i want to you know get practice at having a spotter in my ear and give people practice at being a spotter do a couple hits like that. Then switch roles. Be the spotter for them so that you can get used to helping them and get used to being a good spotter for the rest of your clan mates. And, uh, yeah, hopefully you'll be able to even make some new friends by doing that, right? That's what is great about this Clash of Clans community is the fact that, you know, we can be separated by thousands of miles and still end up picking up some good friends and that that is certainly true of my career in clash of clans i've got a lot of uh good buddies that we've been chatting with forever and i love hopping on voice chat every once in a while with them uh just to, to have some visit have some visits with them who knows maybe you'll end up coming up with some some new friends that you meet uh just doing this this spotter challenge so that's that is my challenge the the clashing in traffic challenge to you this week is go in ask somebody to be a spotter for you be a spotter for somebody else, whether it's in your clan or in one of these Discord servers that we're all a part of, and try to get a little bit better at doing that. And again, maybe you'll make some new friends. Uh, I love seeing when, I love reading about when these these folks who have met over a video game end up being good friends in real life, right? Um, I talked about... Uh, you know, I'm, I'm giving these guys a little bit of uh, a little bit of shade because they they shaded me out, so we're, we're bannering back and forth. But Hero Killer and Historian, these guys were folks they knew each other before they started playing Clash of Clans, longtime friends. If you listen to their podcast, they talk about you know some of the stories and, and things that they did when they were young, growing up together, and so it's 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 real life friends that moved then into a video game together and have, have expanded their, uh, their, their friendship circle, I, I guess, uh, through this game. And, and those are great stories too. Uh, and then I love the stories where you read about people who met through the game and then they end up getting together in real life, going for meetups, flying across country to go meet up with friends and go do things. And, uh, that, that's just fantastic. One of these days, you know, I'm talking about driving, uh, up actually in, the region where one of our co-leaders in Knights of Zion is. Unfortunately, I'm, I'm not going to have very much time. Uh, you see, this week uh, is my wife's birthday, and we're going to be taking a quick road trip because that's what she wanted. She wanted a road trip to get out of the house. So we're going to take a quick trip up to uh, another city and, and spend the night, do some shopping, eat at some good restaurants. And it just so happens to be up near uh, W. Parker's neck of the woods. And uh, we, we actually head that way quite often. I've never taken the chance to to go and meet with him or any of the other guys in the, the 
Virginia, North Carolina area. Uh, but one of these days, I hope to do that too. If you are one of those guys who is gone on a meetup or is planning a meetup. I know there's some that are out there that are getting planned. I love it. That is so cool. I can't wait to hear the stories about when these folks who have been clashing together got together in real life and, and had a beer or, or, or did whatever it was. Uh, it's just encouraging to me to see all of this fun stuff going on uh, in a virtual community that then spills over into real life. All right, y'all, for this week's Coffee Talk segment, uh, I've got a, a special treat. Um, I'm, in, I'm in an online coffee, uh, specialty coffee enthusiast group. Uh, we have about 5,000 members. Uh, there's, there's a couple hundred of us that are really uh, active in the group. And then there's, you know, there's about 20 to 50 of us uh, who are, are really the main members who, who talk and, 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 you know, banter back and forth and uh, are really the core members of this group. There is a coffee roaster that a lot of folks were sleeping on. Nobody realized that they were one of, uh, they were a fantastic roaster. Uh, They're from this little tiny town out in uh, Western Virginia. So not West Virginia, but the Western portion of the the Commonwealth of Virginia uh, from this little tiny town um, that nobody would have expected to have such a great coffee roaster uh, come out of. The name of the roaster is Red Rooster Coffee Company. Uh, These guys have slowly been working their way up of the, the, the specialty coffee radar in the United States. Uh, they, they've received a few few awards, uh, been mentioned in a ton of like top five lists, uh, and and we've here in the in the Commonwealth of Virginia we see them a lot because they that's where they started right they started out in Floyd Virginia and started reaching out to different cafes there was a, a local cafe here to me that um, these guys sent them a sample a few years ago. Uh, and a friend of mine from this coffee club knows the owner of this cafe uh, that uh, that used to be here, and was over at his house when he got the samples. And they they tasted this. They had they're like, well, what you know, what's this? These guys sent us samples. They're just trying to, you know, trying to get us to try their stuff. And then they they tasted it and were like, you know what? This really is some awesome coffee. This uh, this cafe ended up changing their their the roaster that provides them uh, because those samples that got sent. Uh, this cafe changed from a, a, a West Coast-based um, coffee roaster where they were getting most of their supplies from to this uh, coffee roaster that was just, you know, it's about the six-hour drive from where I'm at. Uh, so they, they switched over to this, and uh, from there, Red Rooster has, has been growing and, and sending, uh, they have a whole bunch of wholesale partners all over the country right now. Well, I got the, one my favorite cafe that I go to every Tuesday for lunch. So I typically will record a podcast episode, go to work, uh, on my way to work, I'll, I'll do a few hours of work and then I'll drive over to this cafe for lunch. And that's usually where I do a little, any of the little bit of editing that I need to do on the episode before I actually uh, publish it. Uh, so I'll sit on their, their Wi-Fi and do some editing and then, and then release the episode. Well, this cafe, uh, also carries Red Rooster. There is a particular, um, a particular bean that uh, it's a, it's 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 a seasonal you know because it all comes about when the crop is harvested right that's that's you know 
That's why we have different different names that are that tend to rotate every year in the coffee industry. There's some stead, some steady stuff that's always there, and then it all comes, you know, when the special crop gets harvested. Uh, that's that's why we'll have all these different names out there. Well, there's this one that every year, uh, my buddy Donnie in this group, uh, who has been the biggest voice for spreading the good news of Red Rooster, he got his early and was just raving about this coffee. It's one of his favorites of all time. Uh, he said that the the crop from, I believe, 2019 was the best ever, and that this 2021 crop, while well, maybe not quite as awesome as the one a few years ago, is still the best coffee he's had uh, in two years. Well, I had been waiting for it. I, you know, I was going to order some, but then I got to pay for shipping. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to hold off a little bit and I'm going to wait until my local cafe gets it on the shelves. Well, I waited and I waited and they never got it. So I, uh, I actually was at a different coffee roaster that just recently opened up here in my, my, uh, my city that I'd been meaning to try. And I saw that they had some beans from that same crop. Uh, that crop is a, uh, it's an Ethiopian, um, from the Worka group. So it's called a Worka Sakaro is the, the name that's on it. So these guys at this other roaster, they had it. So this was on Monday. I, I pick up this, uh, or maybe it was Sunday afternoon. I picked up this, this, uh, actually it was in a jar, a jar of coffee, which was weird to me. Um, we can get into to why that's weird in a different episode. Regardless, so I picked up this Worka Sakaro from this other roaster on Sunday afternoon. Monday, then, I see a picture that my little local cafe that I love to go to every Tuesday posts a picture of their new merch. They were they were promoting their, you know, uh, new T-shirts and, and whatnot. And I happen to see in the background the shelf of coffee and I see the logo for this Work of Sakaro from Red Rooster. So I on Instagram, I'm like, hey, am I seeing the Work of Sakaro back there? And tag Red Rooster in it. And was like, because I have been hearing such good things from my buddy Donnie. Tag my buddy Donnie in Instagram. And uh, can't wait to pick up a bag. Even though I already had a Work of Sakaro from a, a different coffee roaster. I was like, I am definitely picking up a bag of this. Uh, I go into the cafe on Tuesday ask them what, what coffees they have on pour over, because that's what I always do. I get a, a pour over coffee and a, usually a chicken salad sandwich. And, uh, they happen to have that work of Sakaro on pour over. So I, I asked the barista there, her name's Christian said, Hey, well, would you, would you do me a pour over with the work of Sakaro from Red Rooster? That coffee was awesome. I think the tasting notes on it talk about blackberry and milk chocolate and and it's you just smell it and it it smells like like a fruit salad guys um even but you know just fresh ground it smells awesome a lot of berry notes that come through the taste of it is just as good a really syrupy kind of taste to it so i can totally see where my buddy donnie was talking about so i'm sitting there in the cafe and i uh I see that, that Red Rooster responded to my comment on Instagram. So I started chatting back and forth with them, like, hey, this stuff is fantastic. Uh, thanks to Donnie for pointing it out. Um, Donnie, his Instagram handle, uh, happens to be Donnie Snarko. So apparently he's a fan of the old movie Donnie Darko. Uh, but he um, he starts chatting back and forth, too, on Instagram. Uh, Red Rooster starts then DMing me. And asking, you know, hey, well, you know, you, uh, here you mentioned this group. What kind of group are we talking about? And I was like, oh, it's a group of specialty coffee enthusiasts. And, and you know, uh, we've got like 5,000 members. And, and uh, they said, well, would they be interested in a discount code? 
I said, interested. I said, thanks to Donnie over here, you guys have become probably the most popular roaster in our group at the moment, which they just absolutely love. You know, companies love hearing good feedback. Uh, and any good company is also going to like to hear, you know, bad feedback so that they can help improve, right? They they ate it up. They said, well, I'll tell you what, you know, your buddy Donnie Snarko on Instagram, if he's such the, the dude who is promoting our coffee, how about we make a 20% discount code that is going to be Donnie Saccaro. So I told you, the name of that coffee is Worka Saccaro, and Donnie Snarko is the dude who's been promoting it. So we have a discount code that you guys are also free to use. It's for 20% off. And no, I'm not getting any sort of kickback from this. This is not a referral code where then I get, you know, uh, any sort of credit on my account. No, this is just simply a discount code that we were able to work out uh, through an Instagram DM conversation. Donnie underscore Sakaro. I'll post uh, this this uh, discount code in the Discord, um, and I'll post a link to Red Rooster. And it works on anything that you order. 20% off your entire order. Uh, and it, they have a, a limit to where if you, I, I forget what the, it's like if you get like three bags, then I think you end up getting above what you need for free shipping. Um, and you can order anything on the website. It doesn't have to be that work of Sakaro. They have many, many others on there that are absolutely fantastic. This Ethiopian work of Sakaro is fantastic. They have another one on there that is a black honey process. And I'll, I'll post links to these also in the, the Discord. That uh, black honey process is one of my very favorite processes. For um, it's, It has to do with when they pick the bean and how, they, how long they let it sit in the pulp before they, they take the pulp off and all that. Anyway... Red Rooster Coffee, 20% off your entire order. It's good one-time use um, per person. So, you know, like if Tribe of Judah were to order some and then a couple weeks later, you know, uh, Proverbs 31 is a different person wants to order some, then, you know, you each get to use that 20% off discount code. So uh, I'll post all of that in the Discord, and I hope that you're able to enjoy some of this fantastic coffee that I have been enjoying this past week. Now, I mentioned that I picked up these same beans from a different roaster. Um, so I, they, they, were, they were from the same crop, from the same farm, um, and it was just a different roaster that, that purchased them and then roasted them up. And I, and I mentioned that because I did a side-by-side -side comparison. Um, so they're both Ethiopia Worka Saccaro beans, uh, one roasted by a local roaster here. That's, it's, they're relatively new. It's a new small business that opened up near me. Uh, at the beginning of this year that I had not had a chance to try and hadn't hadn't seen a bunch of reviews on them. So I was kind of reluctant to go in and try them, but it's local business. I love supporting local businesses. So I purchased those beans and then I see that the Red Rooster uh, finally had them available near me. So I grabbed those and did a side-by-side -side comparison. Um, and while they came in the raw form from the same place, probably picked on the same fields and processed by the same people, uh, there was a huge difference in flavor. Uh, so why do I, why do I bring this up? Just to show that it's not just the product that makes something good. It also has to go into the skill that is used to elevate it. Uh, and that's, one in coffee, um, 
where where depending on which roaster you're getting those beans from, it can have a completely different flavor profile, taste way different. And the same thing, you know, can essentially be shown in Clash of Clans. This, after all, is a, a podcast for the Clash of Clans community, right? So how do we bring this back around to Clash of Clans? Well, we have these... Uh, these world qualifier challenges, right, where we're given the exact same army with all of the same max level troops as the guys who were using this army in the world qualifiers. And how many of us were able to, without watching any videos, triple that base the first time? Uh, just like the guy who attacked it in the world qualifier was able to do. Uh, if you were able to do that, awesome. Um, I don't, I don't know how we could prove it, but if you, if you were able to, uh, to knock that thing out first try, no hints, uh, congratulations to you. I would love to award a prize to you. I don't really think I have anything to give, but you know, other than some cool points that mean absolutely nothing. Cause it's just like, uh, whose line is it anyway? Everything's made up and the points don't matter. Uh, so just like anything in life, right? You can have some of the greatest stuff in the world, but if you don't know how to use it or how to do it, it's just not going to be quite as good. And if you're somebody who has taken some of my advice on some of these coffees that I've highlighted and you get them home and they just don't taste quite right, I'm, I'm sorry if I led you astray. Um, sometimes it does take a little bit of skill in the brewing method uh, and the right equipment to be able to coax these fantastic flavors out of there. So don't think that I'm trying to just get everybody to purchase something so that I get, you know, some sort of kickback from a roaster. I don't, I'm not sponsored by any coffee people. Uh, and don't think that I'm trying to get you into spending a bunch of money on coffee and coffee equipment. That That's not what I want. I'm just sharing another one of my passions that I have. Uh, so let's get back to some Clash of Clans content, y'all. Uh, we have clan games going on i hope you're knocking those things out we've got that extra tier this month because of it being the clash anniversary clan games uh but and we are also able we have to get uh, i think five thousand points now this month if you want to get that double reward so everybody's going to be super active and uh the first couple days of clan games are always crazy um you know it, if, if you're not well, let's say if you're in Titan League, I am certain that the clouds are absolutely nuts right now because that's usually when, when we start seeing a bunch of clouds and they might even sometimes drop down into the Champion League um, because of all of the extra activity during clan games. That's uh, nice to have some extra rewards. Uh, last month, the clan games rewards weren't all that great, but I think we all figured that it was going to be because... With Clash Anniversary coming up in August, that August was going to be a little bit better, and they certainly are. So thank you, Clash of Clans, for giving us some fun things as we celebrate your birthday. Uh, I wish we had, um, wish we had something to give to you. Oh wait, that's right, y'all had those packs in the shop, and a whole bunch of people bought a bunch of packs and gave you a bunch of money for your birthday. So uh, congratulations, Clash of Clans and Supercell, for putting together a game that has lasted for nine years—a mobile game. A game that is free to download and can be free to play. And free to play players actually have a shot at, at competing at, uh, well, at it, it pretty high levels, right? There's nothing that you can do 
Nothing that you can purchase that's going to make your gameplay any better relative to the people that are next to you in your power level, right? It's This truly is a game that can be about skill. Now, yes, when we start talking about when brand new town hall levels hit and we do a world championship uh, qualifier at the same time that the new things hit, then yes, the people who are able to spend money on the game and gem things up faster are going to have a little bit of an advantage. But the vast majority of players are not at that level. You're competing against guys who are essentially the same level as you, and you're able to win or lose based on your skill. And I, I love that. Uh, there's not very many mobile games out there where you can progress like that without having to spend real money. I've played several games um, similar to Game of War. Uh, there was one, it was, I think it was Final Fantasy XV, A New Era. It was A&E. I don't remember what the E stood for. I think it was Era. Um, Rise of Kingdoms is one that... Anybody not getting inundated with Rise of Kingdoms Rise of Kingdoms ads on YouTube right now? It seems to be the only ad that I'm getting. Uh, my daughter is also getting a whole bunch of Rise of Kingdoms ads, and she's not even a mobile gamer. She's a she's a Minecrafter and uh, several other uh, other games on Steam, but uh, she's not a mobile gamer, and she's getting inundated with Rise of Kingdoms. And yes, you can play that game. You can play games of those types free. But there's, there's no way to win if you aren't spending money. So I, I applaud Supercell and Clash of Clans for what they've done. Even things like Clash Royale. Uh, yes, I still occasionally will log in and, and play my Clash Royale account. But, you know, it, it's it's more difficult to me. Uh, it, it seems more like you have to actually spend some more money to be able to, to compete. Uh, because you, you do. You get to a point where... You cannot progress any higher until you upgrade those cards, until you upgrade your deck. And the only way to upgrade that deck in any sort of quick manner is spending money. Um, so I, I love, that's what I love about Clash of Clans, is that while you can pay to progress faster, you can still win and compete with your peers without having to spend a dime on the game. So I, I love it. I uh, thank you to, again to Supercell and all the devs and the community managers out there for the great things that you're doing. This has been a fun community to be in, and I hope that we will all be together for yet another nine years until who knows which town hall level we'll be to by then. Uh, hopefully we'll be up to Peter $17 sign, and we'll have all sorts of crazy weapons and troops, and who knows what will happen by then. All right, guys. Uh, that's going to be it for this week. Um, I'm While y'all are listening to this, I'm uh, out on a road trip having a good time with wifey. And I hope that y'all are also having a fantastic time. I uh, can't wait to talk to you in the Discord servers. Drop me any questions that you might have in the questions for catfish section if you want. And uh, don't forget to look for the discount codes that I'll be posting in Coffee Talk. And, uh, yeah, that's going to be it, y'all. Stay safe and have some fun. We out there playing in traffic. Bye for now.